0: good evening all right here's the question do y'all want to go walk has, has everybody gotten hugged out Andrew can we turn these two side lights on? it just looks really dark on the sides I don't, uh, it just feels weird oh thank you that was a weirdness and can we turn these track lights on I got to get some I got to get some light in my complexion because I look I, I'm really white as it is I, I need some Andrew some some track lights for me okay I don't blame you. Listen. There we go. Now I can see better. (laughs) Ha ha. It's always good to be able to see, right? All right. So here's the question. Do you want to just stand and try to sing this song we did this morning again? Or do you want to actually go around and say hey to people? Have you gotten hugs and kisses out in the lobby? Or can we try to learn a song? Let's stand. All right. We're going to pick up where we're at this morning. Our God saves. We open with this one, right? This is really simple. We start out talking about the Trinity of God. How can you go wrong with that, right?
1: Here we go. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Spirit, Lord, we come. We gather together to lift up your name, to call on your Savior, to fall on your grave. that again. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Spirit, Lord, we come. We're gathered together to lift up your name, to call on your Savior, to fall on your grace. Hear the joyful sound of our offering as your saints bow down, as your feet rise with you lifted on your wings and the world will see that our God saves our God saves there is hope in your name in the name of the Father in the name of the Son Name of the Spirit, Lord, we come, we're gathered together to lift up your name,
2: to call on your
1: Savior, to fall on your grace. Hear the joyful sound of our offering as your saints bow down, as your people sing. We will rise with you lifted on your wings, and the world will see that. Our God says, our God says.
0: better about it than you did this morning? As far as knowing it? Yeah. I tell you, we're going to keep it up. Y'all going to learn a song. <laughs> it's great to have everybody here with us tonight. And uh, we're going to continue with our time of uh, worship uh, with the opening prayer. Um, again, just continue to remember pastor and, uh, and, and all the, they're going through. And, um, but tonight, well, anything, invite the presence of God to come in with us and uh, fellowship with us guide us and lead us as we worship together let's pray hold on yes terry that took an act of congress didn't it yes wow any word yet uh, are they there now oh well riverview yeah well, we definitely want to be praying for Jimmy. Um, and, and the others uh, during our prayer time a little bit later on, we'll take some prayer requests. If you have other needs a little bit later on, before we go into our time of prayer tonight, um, if you have some others you want to share, um, we'll want to make sure we do that then as well. Um, let's pray. Oh, we do love you. We thank you for who you are. God, that you do save us. Uh, Lord, that you didn't leave us down in the miry clay. You didn't leave us following in, in sin. And, 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 and all that comes along with that, Lord, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of shame and sin. There's a lot of, of um, things that, that we do because of sin in our life that just digs us further and further and further in the hole. But God, you didn't leave us there. <laughs> and uh, that you raised us out and you brought us up and you dusted us off, cleaned us off and cleansed us of all unrighteousness. And you gave us a new life in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that, Father. And as we continue in our time of worship tonight, Lord, we just ask that you guide us. And you, uh, you, you, every word that is said, every song that is sung, every note that is played, Lord, that we do it for your glory. Lord, that we do it because we are so thankful for all that you've done for us. We are undeserving, undeserving of such great love and mercy. But you give it. So thank you, Father, for that. We, we ask you to continue to, to uh, give uh, lots of love and mercy to our dear pastor and wife, uh, to John and Peggy and his family father as they continue to uh, work through the uh, passing of his father. It's never easy to do, and especially when you were long distance, I know that took a toll on him. So God, I just pray that you help him to accomplish the things he needs to be able to do over the next few days, and um, Lord, that as he... Begins his travels back, and uh, you, you also watch over and keep him safe uh, between now and when we are able to uh, come back to worship together and him with us. Lord, I pray for Jimmy. I don't know what's going on there in urgent care. I don't know exactly how sick or, or what it, the problems are, but God, you do. So I ask that you just cover him right now with the healing hands that only you have. The great physician, the Father, just come down and meet him where he is and, and take care of his needs, Lord. I pray these things now in Jesus' mighty and holy matchless name amen All right, y'all, remain standing with me. If you're already sitting, then take a stand because these are some good uh, toe-tapping, hand-clapping, singing we're about to do, all right? Y'all know this one? Uh, it says something about when we all get to where? When we all get to where? I don't know. Y'all sound too excited about that. I'm pretty excited about that, though. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing. Uh, all right, y'all rejoice with me as much as you're going to do there, right? You'll make me a happy man up here, right? Let God hear you from God here rejoicing that it's going to happen. Let's worship.
1: Sing one wonder- one. That will be when we all see Jesus will sing and shout the victory while we walk the pilgrim pathway, clouds will overspread the sky. But when traveling days are over, not a shadow, not a sigh. When we all get to heaven What a day of rejoicing that will be When we all see Jesus We'll sing and shout the victory Let us then be true and faithful Trusting, serving every day Just one glimpse of Him in glory Cause of life rep when, when we all, all get to heaven. heaven. What when a day of rejoicing heaven. that will be when we, we all see Jesus, Jesus. we will sing we'll and, shout and shout the victory. Heart work to the prize be before us. us. Soon, soon his beauty be will be all soon the pearly. Tread the streets of gold. When we all? Spent in vanity and pride,
2: caring
1: not my Lord was crucified. Knowing God, it was for me, He died at Calvary. Mercy there was grace and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burden so far, liberty. That calorie, oh, my God, give me.
0: Uh, verse, uh, that course rather, it starts out with a word, it says, mercy, mercy, who can tell me what mercy means to you, what, what, what is, whether it's a literal definition or a figurative definition of how it means to you, who can give me a quick definition of what you think, even someone with a microphone in the back can yell one out, what it is to you, what's so great about this mercy, tell me, anybody. Not giving you what you deserve. Amen. Anybody else? I'm going to read uh, a really quick definition. Compassion or forgiveness. Now, does that sound about Christ like to you? About as Christ like as it can be. Compassion or forgiveness. Now, we like it being shown to us. I know many times I fail to show it. <laughs> shown towards someone. Whom is within one's power to punish or harm. So we sing about mercy. We sing about what that means. We should understand. It was well within God's power. To punish us for our sin. In fact, scripture teaches us. That the wages of sin is death. But it's mercy. Mercy brought us a new plan. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's right. Now, if you don't get excited about mercy, if you don't have a full understanding of mercy, maybe it's just a word you hear in church and you sing in the hymn but haven't quite grasped that you should be dead for your sins. But because of God, you are alive. That should get you shouting. Your mercy is so undeserving. We're going to sing just about that. We, we started on that, we're going to continue in that. And, uh, um, and it's the first time I've done this one with these beautiful ladies up here. Uh, they have done a beautiful job with it. So you should know it, right?
3: Was lost, I lost.
2: If we could go back to the chorus. You know, we were just talking about mercy, but it's your mercy, Lord, your mercy. Isn't that really what we all seek from the Lord is mercy? We throw ourselves on the altar. We throw ourselves on our face. We cry out, Lord, mercy. We need your mercy. And, you know, there are people here tonight who need God's mercy. They need mercy to be shown in their families' lives. They need mercy to be shown in their health and in in the times that it's hard to understand sometimes where God's mercy begins and ends. But I'd like us just to sing through that chorus one more time. And it says, you saved me, you raised me. You died so I could live no greater love is this there will never be a greater love ever ever than that right never and you know when we need to just praise him to praise him and to praise him because when we praise him everything that holds us down to this earth disappears it falls off so we praise him everything that is here that holds us here we rise. We rise up. The spirit in us rises up. So I encourage you to just let go and praise Him. Hey. Just praise Him in your own way. In your own way. We all. That that's all different for every one of us, isn't it? Amen. Sing that with us one more time. Your mercy. Your mercy. Your mercy. Your mercy. Your mercy,
1: your mercy. See hey.
0: feel that mercy is working in your life, is when you can honestly look at God and say, it's well. God, I've gone through it, and it's still okay because I'm stronger for it. But when the storms have come, when the problems have hit, and the troubles have been overwhelming, now we can look at God and say, thank you, because you made it all well for me. But
2: You know, my son came to church with me this morning and that is a a miracle because my son had not stepped foot in a church in 30 years, 30 years. And you know, I don't know what will take place from this point on, but I am so thankful that he came this morning and he didn't stop talking about how God spoke to him in the sermon this morning all the way home glory to God glory to God you see we that has very little to do with us we pray and we believe and God says let me pour into you let me pour into their lives let me let me be me I am that I am and I I praise God. I My heart was overjoyed. As a matter of fact, when he went downstairs, when we got home, I cried upstairs. And, you know, God is, God is, he's more than good. To say God is good to me is not enough. God is great. He is awesome. And it is well with our soul. It is well. Amen.
1: When peace, he like, like a river, river a t- a t- t- t-
0: To the prayer time. If you have any prayer requests you'd like to call out, I said earlier I'll let you let me know what those are. If you have prayer requests you want to share, yes, ma'am. Luis, thank you. I had the guitar on my monitor here, Mix. Um, anybody else? Steve's mom, Peggy. Ronnie, yes. Any others? Yes, ma'am. We're wheezy. Yes, dear. Pam's health? Okay. And any others? We're not going to linger here. We're going to sing that. Yes, ma'am. It's the beauty of of at least knowing that we have a Father who knows. He's a mm-hmm. He's an omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent God. He's everywhere, knows all things, and is uh, the most powerful being we ever know. So, thankfully, He knows that name, and He just Glenn gave it Rawls, to you. Yeah. I love it. It's the power, of God at work right there, because He He brought that to you, Glenn Rawls, and uh, and and my um my our landlords um. Ronnie, um, he has been battling liver cancer for almost six years now. And that's a long battle with liver cancer. And uh, so he stopped. They had to stop treatment this week, and uh, it's not looking too good for him. This is um, Linda's you know, second husband, her first died. Cancer and she's just struggling. As you can just see her face, she's just broken. So, um, uh, Griffin's, uh, Linda and Ronnie and Linda Griffin. And if any of you worked at Comporium, he was probably one of the guys that came around to fix the air conditioning in nearly every building of Comporium. So, um, so y'all, uh, keep them in your prayers. It's been a really tough time for them. And was there someone else before we went to prayer?
2: Yeah, just please remember Paige. Um, My granddaughter, she hasn't been able to get out of bed this past week at all. They had to bring in a tutor, so just keep her in your prayers.
0: And obviously continue remembering her son Mm. because uh, God's working. Um, Thank
2: you for all of your prayers for my family.
0: God is working. And, you know, when when we bring our prayers before God, we see uh, mighty and great things happen. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come back. We're going to sing verse 1, and then we're going to sing verse 4, Andrew, of this song, Okay. And uh, if you want to come and you want to bring these needs that we've called out before the Lord, Brother Larry, I'm going to ask you if you'll come up, and after we sing that that, second, uh, that next verse and, and chorus, if you'll lead our prayer time for us. And um, But if you want to come forward and you have needs you want to bring, and you want to pray for those who've been called out, uh, I do invite you to come down. We're, we're going to continue. We're going to sing back on that verse 1, Win Peace. And, um, and join us, okay?
1: Win Peace. Like a river
4: as We come into thy house tonight, dear Lord. We come with uplifted hands and hearts, dear Lord, just to praise you here tonight, dear Lord. Lord, we do thank you for that mercy that you gave us, dear God. You didn't punish us for the things that we deserved that we did, Lord, but you just spared us, dear Lord. You gave us mercy and grace, the unfavored merit of God. And Lord, we can't, can't praise you enough for what you have done for us and what you mean to us in our lives. And Lord, we just thank you tonight, dear Lord, for the these people that came and prayed tonight here, dear Lord, and laid their burdens on the altar. We know that you're still loving and answering God. You answered the prayers that are here tonight, Lord. So, God, I give you thanks in, in, in ahead of time, dear Lord, for what you've done and for what you've gonna do. Yes. We ask all these things in your precious holy name. Amen.
0: This time I'll ask our ushers if you'll come forward or receive our
1: offering.
3: The tithes.
0: And Marty, if you'll bless your offering.
4: I know I'm about deaf, but did we take up an offering? I didn't hear no hallelujahs or praise the Lord. <laughs> that that kind of bothered me. You're gonna put something in there. I'm not taking any money. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. You know, oh boy. You know, I was I was out in uh, I wouldn't call it a shop, but I got a little old building out in my backyard, and I was out there Tuesday morning working on a spare lawnmower motor that I had, you know, and I was just talking to the Lord. and I said, Lord, this, this kind of stuff right here don't mean a thing. I said, no, Lord, Lord, the only thing that means anything in my life is what I do for you. Lo and behold, about that time, the phone rang. <laughs> it, was, it was Brother Kelly. I said, what's Kelly calling me for? And he told me about Brother John. And his pastor had passed away. He said, Larry, uh, Brother John wanted me to call you, see if you would speak tonight. And I said, Sheek. I mean, Wednesday night. And I said, sure, I will. I'll be glad to help out. Uh, uh, I said, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, and I said, well, Lord, I, I obeyed you. I agreed to help. But I said, I don't know, have any idea what I'm going to say. Uh, and then, and then Tuesday, uh, Wednesday morning, I got up, and I got a call from Pastor John. He said, Larry, did Kelly call you? I said, yes, sir. Uh, He said, Well, they changed the plan. I said, (laughs) Woo! He he said, You don't have to speak Wednesday night, we're gonna have singing and praising. He said, if you would, I'm gonna have someone from the district is gonna speak Sunday morning. Would you speak Sunday night? I said, Yes, sir, I'd be glad to. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Oh boy. But it's amazing. And what an honor it is to be able to help our shepherd, the one that guides us, you know, to be able to help him once in a while. And And I came in here Wednesday night. And, boy, the the music was great. Kara, Denise, and and Courtney, they did a wonderful job. The songs were beautiful. And the praising. And then the the songs that were sang, a cappella, Kelly and Brother Booger. And we had a good service. You know, we have something here. You know, we was talking this morning about the unity and everything and, and church and everything and finding your identity. And we have our identity here. I remember Brother John said, when he came to this church, he says you're going to enjoy it. He said they're a spiritual church, and you've lived up to it ever since I've been here. And don't take it for granted, because that's something that to some other churches are, are hungering for right now. So you know, there's a lot of churches out there. We go through a lot. We can, they can preach the doctrine and everything, and over to Holy Spirit's not there. It's just another uh, country club, more or less to say. If God is not there. But he is there, so I praise God for this opportunity. Oh, if I had to, if I had to say anything, I I talk to you tonight about man. It's a matter of life and death. I'll tell you. It said death is the absence of life, viewed in the spiritual in spirit in the scripture as an evil brought on by sin. And they mentioned it tonight. Uh, the uh, sin sin is caused by Adam Wood the, res- the result of sin is death the Bible has to do with two kinds of life the natural life and the spiritual life the natural dead are those who from whom, whom breathe the breath of life has passed out of and a spiritual death are those from whom the breath of the Spirit has passed, those who steeped in wickedness and sin. Now, that's going to be a horrible death, the spiritual death. Not recognizing Christ as your personal Savior. And the final the final state of a spiritual death is a second death. You'll have, You're going to have to die again. In 1 Corinthians 15, two, 21 and 22, it says, For since man came, for since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Praise his name. You know, the everyone's going to have to die. The Lord said so because Adam and Eve had sinned in that garden, so we're going to have to die. One of the hardest losses in my life was the death of my father because as far as I know, he did not know Christ as his personal Savior. When he did pass away, I I went to his his home, I, I I searched every room. I looked for an open Bible. I looked for any kind of a sign that he may have might have made things right with God or talked it over with God, and I didn't find it. And that, that hurt me worse than anything in this world. Wow. We didn't have what you'd call a good, a good father and son relationship. My dad drank a lot. So... I was raised mostly by my aunt and her sons because she had two sons and I wanted some brothers. I had two sisters. So I spent more time at her house than I did at my house. You know, and I I spent time with them, and they taught me how to fish, embarrassing. I went fishing with them, came, pole, caught one. I said, well, what do I do with it now? I had nobody teach me how to fish, so they said, bring it in, boy. So I brought it on into the shore. And I got excited. I liked fishing. And I, I was looking into some magazines one time. and I saw this here ad in there. You know, here's three fishing rods, drills, tackle box, all kind of lures and everything. For a 10-year-old boy, that looked pretty doggone good. And I told Mama that's what I wanted. Wasn't my birthday, but I told her that's what I wanted. So she went and she bought it for me. So she, she twisted my dad's arm, just about had to twist it off to get him to take us fishing. Mom even went with us. Of course, Dad was drinking again that day. <laughs> he threw that rod, that thing back in there, and it tore, he said, Man, this rod ain't worth a hoot, and he beat a bush to death with it. Uh, he tore my new rod up. He did. Oh. But old Larry, I, I didn't give up on Dad. I let him take me fishing one more time. Oh, boy, I got a hook in my neck that day. <laughs> I said, I said, No more. No more. Good gracious. Can't do this no more, Dad. Wow. But when he passed away, I, when I grew on up, I became an adult, and I, I, told, I still told my dad that I loved him. I was proud to be his son before he had passed away. But that hurt me more than anything is to know that my dad didn't make it into heaven as far as I could tell. Hmm. It's always hard when we lose someone, especially a family member, or a friend, or someone like that. People say that time heals all wounds. Pfft, you need some crackers, to go with that baloney. I tell you, it don't heal it. It don't heal it. it. just makes it a little easier over time to cope with it. It does. Because it, you, nothing can fill that void that is in your life, and you still have the, the, the battle scars here, the, scars, the wounds that are going to have to heal. <coughs> so that... That didn't work. But God is good. Uh, things just get easier. In Job 14 and 1 and 2, he said that uh, man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. <laughs> That's my nickname. Trouble. I can tell you that is true. I man, boy, it was full of trouble. Oh. He said he's like a flower that cometh forth. And then it's cut down. Or it's like someone fleeing like a shadow and continues to be not. Life is short. Is what he's trying to say. Life is short. I remember when I was 10 years old, my mother worked at the selling Days, and she was talking about this here supervisor, somebody who had passed away. He was just a young man. He was 39 years old. I said, oh, he was old. What are you talking about? Until I grew older, then I understood what she was talking about. But life is short. It is. We, we, had, we should be. Concerned about things. The Lord said it rains on the just as well as the unjust, you know. He said that you would be tempted, but you would not be tempted above that which you would be able to bear. And with that temptation, he's going to make a way for you to escape it. He will not take us out of the fire, but he will bring us through it. And how pure is the gold after it comes through that fire? They say, how, how can you tell when gold is pure? They say, when you look into the pot and you can see yourself. All the, all that scum and this other stuff is just gone away from it. Uh, so God lets us go through the fire for, for his glory and our good. I can see clearly now that I'm older. What the Lord meant when he said to cry when someone is born and to rejoice when they pass away. Because we know the troubles and all that, they're going to, that that child's going to have to face. And to rejoice when one passes away, well, you can rejoice when someone you know that is going to heaven. You know, we, we were talking last week about God still building his church, and he is. But to rejoice. So I can rejoice with Brother John's father because he is in heaven now. But, but I do feel the sorrow for Brother John, who he has lost his father. He said to rejoice with those who rejoice, and to mourn with those who mourn. Things are going to get better for him, but not now. He's going to have to mourn a while. We're going to have to let him know that we love him and show him that. There's no supermen or or wonder women in God's business. We're all the same. We're all human, flesh and bone. And he's susceptible to the same heartaches and the feelings that we suffer. Maybe even more. Because he's called to be a pastor, a shepherd, a leader. And the devil really gets on people who do stuff like that. When you get saved, I remember when I went to Joplin Park, they had this little pool here. Up there close to where he played and all this kind of stuff for kids to get into. You can stay in that little pool if you want to when you get saved. Or you can go out there and get in the river and get closer to God. You get out in that river, what's going to happen? It's going, it's going to get a little harder isn't it? you get in trouble, you're just not going to be able to get up and walk to the bank if you go out there too far. But it gets tougher. And I can only imagine how tough it is on him and how much the devil wants to tempt him in his time of loss and need. Trying to do it with Sister Peggy down there sick too. Oh, man, he, he's got it rough. He does. We have to uplift him. I worked with a young man years ago, real nice young man. He had to be in his 20s. I was probably in my 50s. And a, a good Christian boy. You could, you could tell it just by the way he lived. He looked at him. He, he, he. His grandmother got sick. And I went up to him and I said, Brother Alex, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother and everything. He said, it's okay. He said, uh, she got worse. said, they called into family. Then all the family came and gathered around her bed. He said, "She sit up." She smiled. She waved at us, said goodbye, laid back down, and went to heaven. I said, "Well, glory to God!" <laughs> Woo, glory! Now that's what I call going change, changing addresses from here to there. Uh, boy, and she just transferred her membership. <laughs> glory! But what a difference it makes when someone that we know when we load. Has accepted Christ, they're gone, going to heaven. She was ready to go. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, aren't you glad for Psalms twenty-three and four? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, Thou comfort me. Uh, she was comforted by His rod and staff that day, and says she, she was ushered into heaven. something been bothering me for a while. Last week, because I was teaching, I was talking about God still building his church and everything. You know, if we if we worship God and everything, he's, going, he's building his church. I, I said, oh, man. It, it kind of hit me, and I said, wow. I, let, I read in the paper a good while back to hear in the Bible Belt churches closing, closing down. Joining together, making one church just so they could survive. I said, Whoa, Lord, you said that you would build your church on, on the solid rock, Jesus Christ, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Look around in the world today. How many deaths do you hear about a day? People getting shot and everything. It's horrible. I had one guy come through the center this week. He's, I said, oh, man, what happened to your arm? It was wrapped from here up to here. He said, I got shot. I said, what? <laughs> he said, I got shot. He's right over here on Fire Tire Road. He said, I stopped to help some young boy. He said, I walked up to his car, and he pulled out a pistol and stuck it right in my face. Uh, I could see, uh, see, see see his fingers just squeezing on that trigger real hard. said, he looked like he might have been on something. He turned it around like this. And when he turned his head, I grabbed that gun and pushed it away, and I got shot. Just to help, I said, just for stopping and helping somebody. Oh, what kind of world is this? I rode David all over Dadburn, York County, Lancaster County, visiting people. People won't come to the door. If they don't know you, they ain't coming to the door. I said, okay, Lord. I said, if I didn't know him, I probably wouldn't either. We did get a few answers. We got, we got one one lady come to the door. I said, we've heard you visited uh, First Church of the Nazarene. Come see, fish. I'm not interested. And boom, boy, David said, I feel, I, I now know what a Jehovah Witness feels like. I said, oh, my, <laughs> good gracious. <laughs> but it's true. It's so hard to reach this world out here today. It seems like evil's got the upper hand. Our adversary is, 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 is really at work. Uh, i said lord what's going on he said larry do y'all talk to the lord like this remind one crazy one in the bunch he said larry look he said larry look i said it was going to be this way i I prophesied this a long while ago in the last days there was going to be a great falling away i said but from your church he said look uh, this is man's church he said look uh, and I got to thinking about Brother John's father. Uh, God said he's still working on his church. Uh, that's just another, he's just about finished. Uh, he put another brick in there when Brother John's father passed away. Uh, he's working on that glorious church. Uh, the one without a spot or wrinkle, I tell you. He, he's still building his church today. We just can't see it. Oh, he is. Oh. I done lost my place. I done got excited. Oh, uh. yeah, he said this. He said, there, there is coming a day, an eternal death. He said in Matthew 25 and 41, he, he said, Thou shalt, There shall be also unto them on the, on, on the left hand. He said, Depart from me, ye, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Prepared for the devil and his angels. There is coming a judgment day. I got to wonder, and I said, Lord, during this judgment day, you know, the evil's on the left, the good is on the right. Are they going to see what they're going to be missing? Where's this Where's this court going to take place at? <laughs> I believe they will see the things that they're going to have missed out on. Oh, that's putting the salt in the wound. But there is going to be a judgment day. In Revelation 20 and, and, and 14. Huh? And and death and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, into the sea. This is the second death. They're gonna be cast into the lake of fire. Oh boy, I burnt my arm a couple weeks ago. Caught on fire. I didn't there just swim that fire off there, went all down on my hand and burnt my hand. And i tell you, I said, oh boy, after I got it put out, I still stood around that old fire because it was raising pretty good. And the, when the wind blowed a certain direction, that heat hit my arm, it would burn like crazy. And the smell of that skin on my hand, you, you probably know what I'm talking about, Brother Marcus. They say the smell of burning flesh is horrible. I had my best I called my best friend and told him about it. He said, yeah. He said, I was out on maneuvers when I was in the Army. He said, a field caught on fire. He said, a couple of guys died. He said, that was a horrible smell. Uh, he said he saw this truck coming by. He ran and jumped on that truck. And those fellows said, where's your rifle? He said, it was slowing me down. <laughs> he left that thing in the fire. He got on that truck and escaped. Uh, but gosh, the, the smell the smell of burnish gas. I wonder if it's going to smell like that in Hades. Uh, I said, Lord, that's going to be an awful place. Uh, it tells us that it's going to be... Uh, cast in eternal fire, for the, the, the worm will never die. There will be gnashing of teeth and wailing. Oh, who wants to die that second death? But you don't have to. You don't have to. There is salvation for etern- from eternal death also. In Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says, In a moment, <laughs> that's good, <laughs> In the twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet sound, the dead in Christ is going to rise we will we will put on the immortal body then then shall be brought up brought to pass the the saying that is written down it said death is swallowed up in victory mm. oh death where is thy sting oh grave where is thy victory we're going to be with christ forever in that glorious church without spot or wrinkle that's where we're going to spend eternal life oh glory I was telling the class this morning, I said, hmm, Forget about the gold rose, the mansions, the pearly gates with jaspers, of pearl, and everything. And, them. Um, uh, I said, for the first 10,000 years, I'm going to be there praising God. <laughs> oh, glory. And then it also says that the uh, the bride of the Lamb, God, the Christ, is going to feed us himself. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to take for there's a multitude of people up there. So I may not see that doggone mansion. Now, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I'm going to be there at the feet of Jesus, please sing it holy, holy, holy to him. Amen glory yes oh man oh I don't do this much anymore because these old big ears here they they done got expired they don't work too well I can't hear music but you know I get excited my heart just rejoices for God and when I went into basic training and everything for the army I, I I missed my family, but I didn't get as homesick as I am today. I'm homesick for my heavenly home. I am. Oh, you great singers here is probably going to get tickled at this, but <laughs> Ooh, I'm kind of homesick for a country to which I've never been before. No sad goodbyes will there be spoken, for time won't matter anymore. Beulah land, I'm lost. Longing for you, and someday on thee I'll stand. There, my home shall be eternal, Beulah land sweet. across the river, to where my faith shall lend inside. there's just a few more days to labor, then I'll take my heavenly flight. Beulah land, I'm longing for you, and someday on thee I'll stand, there my home shall be eternal. Beulah land, sweet There's nothing to hold me here. I'm ready to go. Woo, glory. Amen. Oh, so let's continue to remember Brother John and the things that he's going through and just pray that God keeps building that church without spot or wrinkle. He's it's about to come to completion and we're about to get there, I believe. It's not because I'm old. I just believe it's going to happen soon. You want to say that, Brother Robbie? All right, good deal.